Did you get rid of the uh, in-laws? I did, yeah. It was a, it was a very uh, uneasy and not pleasant and kind of dread-filled time, uh, as it generally is with any with any um, extended family, I feel like, <laughs> or, or sometimes even immediate, I guess, too, right? Like, um, just, yeah. kind of, just kind of like being like around all the time and never being able to be alone is the worst. It's most the most excruciating feeling in the world in some ways. Like, I don't know if you oh, feel that, too. No doubt. Oh, no doubt. And I just, what I've decided, I decided this years ago, is I just make sure that every interaction with they, they have with me is one less reason they would ever want to come back. I need to get into that headspace, dude. It's tough because, you know, like, you want to be there for your partner, of course, but then there is like, you know, um, and I think that this happens with age, too. I mean, you're, you're coming up on 74, obviously. I'll be 74 in August. Do you, yes. Right. Do you find yourself just nattering all the, like all the fucking time? Like that's the confusing part about it is like, you know, narrating when I'm putting my shoes on. Oh, shoes. Oh, you're putting your shoes on. Yeah, that I, I am. So for those of you who don't know, uh, in-laws were in town last week and that's why I couldn't make the pod. And it's just, we're kind of delving into the, I suppose, uh, intricacies of, of uh, family relationships. Look, look, I, this is why, <laughs> and I started this years ago, you know, I've, I'm three divorces deep. In fact, I was, I was married and divorced three times since before you were even born. Whoa, right? holy shit. Uh, but I started years ago. I'm going on 10 years or so. <laughs> I only date wayward girls. Mm. I, I find them wayward girls with no past and no, no family for the reason that I just don't want to deal with in-laws. Yeah. That's, that's literally it. <laughs> it's, it becomes, yeah. I mean, it's just, it gets nuts. And then by the end of it, you're just tired. You're just exhausted. Dude. Like you're just a fucking destroyed human being. So I'm feeling yeah, so, rejuvenated. So how, how, how long does it take you to get out of it? And you, cause you, you weren't working necessarily. I mean, you weren't posting as much. You were definitely out of your normal routine. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's like, I mean, you know, you're fully committed for the entire time that they're there. And then I would say the funk in this, the kind of stench then lasts, you know, two to three days after that, where you kind of got to recover and reset the old, the old uh, brain, I feel like, where it's just like, you're just not really thinking, right? I feel like you're all jumbled and scrambled. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's any disruption to my, <laughs> to my, my, my rhythm of production. Cause I just, yeah. It and just maybe that is really throws me off. Yeah, maybe that's, you know, you're you're on to something there where I, I do think that, you know, any, I agree with that, like any disruption to the insane forward momentum that you're hurtling yourself towards, you know, whatever, whatever the, the abyss is or the the unknown, like, thing that we're all kind of just climbing towards and, and, and never get there or anything like that, it is strange to, to have that kind of sidetracked and then, and then, um, recovering from that is a lot more difficult. Like, I feel like it's so easy to be on this insane, you know, trajectory and then trying to figure out how to get back onto that train that you had worked so hard to build the rails, the engine, all of that shit and just fucking fly. So um, with, it, yeah. with as much, with as much travel as you've done lately, do you, do you, you work digitally? Are you, are you able to take, you're able to work wherever in your, you have your, yep. and your, yep. and your tablet and, Yep, that's right. Yeah, so I just I throw that thing in a bag. I was gonna ask you. So if you go anywhere, what do you you bring paints and shit? I do, I do. I travel. You I do travel paints, yeah. Wow, holy shit! Which is, I've got it down now. Um, look, my thing is I because I don't like to disrupt. Like I flew, I'm in LA, right? And I flew out Saturday on a late flight. I like to take the late flight because I don't, I want to actually paint on my schedule and like stay on my schedule. So I'm, I'm not even kidding. Two minutes before I've got to be out that door. That's when I'm like putting my last paints away and putting my stuff yeah. away because I kind of feel like if I disrupt, if I pack in the afternoon or something like that, my, my work stuff, um, yeah. I'm like done. And so I, I was on Saturday, I was painting until like five minutes before I'm, I'm closing my, my shit up to, to holy go, shit, and, dude. And so and then I get here and then I I, I immediately because the, the plane had no Wi-Fi, I didn't even have any grotto experience. Normally on the plane, I'm in grotto, so I feel like I'm working still. Yeah. But I I got to LA and I immediately was like hitting up grotto, like checking in and seeing what I missed. And so, so so do you bust no, those I things carry, out? Do you do you bust those things out if you're on a long flight? Will you sit there and paint? Or, or is no, it more just for you? Okay, I was going to say. I, I, there's no way. In fact, I, I, at one point, I got like a, 
I'm, I'm a Nancy boy. I will only fly. <laughs> but I, I got like a like a, a studio suite with more room. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll paint on this flight. I was getting more used to this back and forth, New York and LA. Yeah, and I'm and I'm like, no, I'm not yeah. gonna be that fucking douchebag. It's just yeah. working. <laughs> oh my god, that, I've seen I've seen I've seen other artists digitally working on their iPads. Yes, in first class, I'll look over, especially coming from a conference, and I'll see another artist. You know, and I'll look over Good. and I'll douchebag put that shit away I, don't <laughs> well, funny, I feel like that yeah I, well it's it's funny from a couple of ways i've got a question a follow-up question for you on your process and stuff because on one hand like of course i don't think that you would I, I almost feel like it would be difficult for you to find the right headspace amongst you know a tin filled with human farts and like people just like you know it, the, like kind of the, the dregs of humanity more or less it's There's just like no i don't way. think yeah no way at all i do work i, I that's where i tend to <laughs> As long as I get the Wi-Fi, I'll be in, I'll be in the grotto a bunch. Yeah, I like yeah. Work through that, you know. I mean, I just, I dude, I can't. I'm, I, I'm constantly have to be working. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I think it's. Do you feel like it's an avenue for? And I, I don't know, like, um, I mean, for myself, and it's funny. I, I finished an interview yesterday, and it was like that, that, that kind of psychotic productivity and the obsessive, like, you know, creation and. and that it, I feel like it's really an avenue for my anxiety in many ways, like because I am a really anxious person, and to dwell in that is pretty unbearable in in many ways. So I find it to be a, a mechanism for me to just say like, well, shit, I can like make a funny ass thing instead of having to dwell in this like horrific anxiety. That's, I mean, the anxiety <laughs> that I feel at this point. I I mean, I lived in that world until mm -hmm. I broke free and just said, all I'm going to do is paint, right? Mm -hmm. and then I, I and I love it I mean I do escape and it's it helps me very much there but whether it's 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 working on a painting or it's working on persona or it's working on on the overall project right there's so many layers to it that I do when I'm not doing it I'm so anxious that I don't, won't have time you know I this mm -hmm. last two weeks ago I guess was the last podcast I did of my other podcast Threesome's mm -hmm. left to focus on podcasts has now finally come true. I left my <laughs> other podcast to focus on this podcast. Nice. Um, but but as I was saying my goodbyes, because I sort of sprung it on Kitch. I'm such an asshole. I didn't even tell him. That, and he's going to got a whole new format and everything ready with new hosts. And stuff. Yeah, and I got I'm done. And, I had, <laughs> and one of the hosts even found out that I had finally gone ahead with it by listening to the pod. I'm just an asshole. But anyway. Um, as I was like saying my goodbyes, I realized I was being very like morbose almost. I mean, like I mm -hmm. was, I was really like talking about like I don't know if I have time left in, to finish this shit. I, my project, the things I need to do, I'm like worried that I'm going to die before I finish. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that's the anxiety, and that's that's where when I'm not working at it in some aspect, that's the thought <laughs> that I'm like, you're never going to finish this thing. Yeah. Well, the funny part is, is there's like no there's no finish line either though. You know what I mean? Like, right. Cause or, or do you well, have no, like a, no, or, I mean, for me, it's not that there's a finish line, but there's a certain element that has to be told. There's a hmm. certain part of it that I have to get out because it's <laughs> such a large narrative. Right. Yeah. I have to get that out so that no matter what happens, I believe my project continues even after I'm vaporized you know, by AI. <laughs> right. By Patrick Amadon's AI. Chat GPT four or whatever, right? No, no, no. When Patrick Amadon's specific brand of AI vaporizes, right, <laughs> right. Let's it's be clear coming. Here. I'm yeah, not worried. Right. About, <laughs> I'm worried about his particular. Um, <laughs> but, but no. When, when I, I, I feel like the project is 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 going to be strong enough to survive and live in some format. But I need to. They need to know what what to do right mm -hmm. like they gotta, they gotta mm -hmm. know where i'm going with this yeah i could imagine that would be stressful i mean because you think about it I, I feel that same thing where it's like there's an urgency to the story that you're trying to tell because it's like it's these um yeah it's these like these emotions these these memories these things that you're you're like really trying to get people to experience while you are still around so i i get that urgency for sure and then specifically to your case it's kind of like well shit i don't want to leave this to kitch to destroy more or less you know like kitch is just chilling and he absolutely ruins the whole thing and he's like you know having people burn <laughs> shit all the time and like you know what i mean like 
the kids right I'm now. Kidding, I wish he was. On, I wish he was on camera so we could see him. But this is this is so. I didn't put him up to this sketch. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm fucking around. We love. I love you, dude. I. I just. I, you were the. You were the easy target because you're recording this thing. But um, it could well, be that, anybody. No, it's it's specifically him. But it when it comes down to it, um, I. I can't. I can't trust them to to I, the thing is i wouldn't fault them mm-hmm. no um, it's if, if no. i had put it all out right yeah yeah it would be I'm impossible i'm i'm eight of, of 24 <clears throat> like main teams in okay a third of the way and at this point mm-hmm. i'm pacing myself now i have to stay alive because i'm actually pacing myself for like a yearly output right mm-hmm. so i need 16 more years or 15 more right. years after and you're at, se- you're at 74 right now so you're, you'll be a, a solid a very sturdy nine as, as my collectors know my my grandparents my grandmothers in particular lived well mm-hmm. into their 120s and had remarkably firm tits even <laughs> even when they died both <laughs> sides. i mean i'm blessed like both sides all right okay. so I'm, I, I feel like i got a good chance yeah, for sure. Well, and there's like the prospect of whatever is going to happen in the next five years, which, you know, goes into the whole technology thing like you were talking about, the fucking crazy AI shit where I don't even know, dude. Like, I feel like eventually we'll probably have the option to download our shit into a hard drive or something. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like five to ten years from now, we're going to be baffled at like the possibilities of what we choose or how we choose to experience the whatever the afterlife may or may not be, or choose to continue living in this life. I think it's going to change in our lifetime. I don't know about you. Oh, I mean, look, <laughs> I, I, I think it's actually interesting um, that we, you and I both have about the exact same amount of time in the NFT space, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where we go from not paying attention to it or acknowledging its existence to being very mm-hmm. much in it and watching. Yeah. It all, right? And in that amount of time, we go back a couple of years now, right? In that amount of time, um, just look how it's changed, how AI has changed this dynamic, this world. Yeah. I mean, leaps and bounds every month or two. I mean, I, the, the steam yeah. here, mm-hmm. how quickly we're moving into this is astounding. It ways, is. I've, I've always been, I mean, I grew up with with radical parents right and 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 i've always not trusted the current situation yeah <laughs> yeah even, right at four years old they got me not trusting whatever current situation i was in right mm-hmm. and so i i'm not at all like surprised they're like oh my god shit's gonna go crazy and it's all gonna go away and we're gonna you know that makes perfect sense to me yeah. but the speed with which it's happening now like month to month yeah it's it is dude like i'll I'll sit there i'll be browsing uh object or whatever looking for pieces to collect and like i I do i've been having like a really difficult time determining like what what is like paint or like what people are painting or if it is ai or if i care or like i i'm just like sitting there like what the fuck is going on here dude it really feels um uh, kind of unsettling in some ways in terms of it, like in terms of the, the inability to do that, like determine what's human or not, I guess if you, it's starting to feel really unsettling and strange to me, like in, in very off, um, like throwing me off base because I just, I, I you know, we, we would think that you would be able to tell, but it's becoming really difficult. Like, I don't know if you've had that same thing, but. Yeah. Well, so here's, here's the thing. <clears throat> I mean, I, you know, it'd, it'd be interesting if, uh, if we're joined by anybody today, because this is certainly something to tackle there. But I, it's, it's also a, a theme that we have all the time, I think. Because mm-hmm. you and I, I mean, look, I'll ask you straight. Do you use any AI in your work? No, fuck no. And I, and like, and I let, say let me, for no. the record, he looked down and to the left. Down <laughs> right. and to the I left. I was getting like a signal, like I, somebody was tapping my leg to, to say something. <laughs> I mean, and I say fuck no with no judgment to anybody that does. But I think that I just, like, I... I have to get it out. And I think maybe this is the same with you, but there's something in my head that that has to be transcribed the exact way that it's in my head and nothing else will settle. So to think that like, I I would have an AI thing, like somehow like manipulated it at some point, I don't think that I would be like super satisfied with like how it came out. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm too (laughs) vain. 
Too what? Anal? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm yeah. anal too, but a different type that you're thinking about. But but I'm I'm way too I'm way too vain. Yeah. To yeah. Me. I mean, <laughs> like, I this believe is my shit, that I'm, <laughs> I believe that I'm the greatest ever at everything that I mm-hmm. do. Do you think? Do I think some fucking machine can keep up with me? No. And I yeah. don't want to find out that they can't. <laughs> so there's yeah, no I, 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 myself to, to letting a machine be better than me. I'd rather yeah. Change. Holy shit, that's a really interesting introspective point. I think maybe part of me is right there with you, where I'm just like, yeah, I would I would feel pretty bummed out if a machine started writing, if it could like write the prose that I do, or if it could generate the same like weird fucked up scenarios. I'm sure it probably could. And I just, I'm like you, I just refuse to acknowledge it because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to think like that. I don't want some, I don't want to know that, I guess, you know? I, so my, you know, where I, I, I've been thinking about this for, for a couple of years now, pretty in, intensely, you know, and, um, you know, Wombat, this is one of these days we get Wombat back on for a conversation. Mm-hmm. About he's, he's really great in, in her insight into. Oh, uh, she's insane. Um, but to me, you know, I take real pride. Mm-hmm in my work and when i when i put myself and i'm surrounded by 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 people that that are taking a different path i'm very proud that my path is not that path and that that i i say to it and i i believe i mean to, to me so when i'm going through object or when i'm looking at any platform and just you know checking out other work and seeing what i want to buy and what i'm into or whatever i want to know that it's i do too I do want to know, yeah. Or if, if there's any inkling for me there, I want to know why you're not telling me one way or the other. Agreed. Yeah, I think that transparency is super important because there are rad AI things out there, of course, and like there's a lot of really sick AI artists. It, but yeah, I think that transparency just yeah, you got to let me know because like otherwise, yeah, it becomes kind of oddly. I don't know, just just dirt, dirty or something. I don't know what the word is for it. Yeah, there's some duplicity there, and that's and that's <laughs> to me. Then, of course, now that starts making my skin itch about the space in general, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, uh-oh, how many people are misrepresenting themselves mm. in there, right? And how much of it then gets led? To it. So now, to me, it's this an, an added level to the the distrust that i have for the overall space yeah and you'd mentioned that paranoia earlier too and i i see what you mean by that right because like not only is it scammers directly trying to just steal shit from your wallet right like just saying like hey i'm gonna fucking scam the shit out of you and steal shit from your wallet there is also just this kind of like i don't know unspoken yeah just like where yeah you just by determining what is not you know, or falsely advertised, I suppose, you know what I mean? That, that is certainly something else that does like make you question yourself or question like what the hell is going on reality in general, you know? So yeah, I feel that. I've been having, um, since Monday night, since I'm in LA, you know, I come out here and this time I, I said flat out that I'm coming out to talk to people that I don't want to talk to. <laughs> you know, I'm usually at any event. This is like NFTLA or whatever they're calling it this week, whatever. Oh fuck! I didn't even know that was happening. Okay, sick. Yeah, yeah. So like okay. a lot of people are in town and the whole thing. Normally, my rule would be, okay, I'll go. I'll bunker down. That's the grotto. Anybody wants to see me can come kiss the ring and see me. I don't go mm-hmm. to the show. I don't. <laughs> I won't leave. I won't go. You come to me if you want that. Okay. Mm-hmm. What that served is this like really tight galvanizing of the community where we all hang and it's just us and it's great and people do come and other artists will come and hang out and the whole bit right but it's like about that and i said this time this is not a grotto event this is of course i've met with seven grotto people since been out here but but you know this is about me going and as just solo threes going out and and having the conversations that i hate having Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh my god because it's with people that have a very different view of the space than i do and Mm. But, like what can you can you elaborate on that? Like I mean, I I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah, what what kind of conversations? Then why, yeah, what what's the you're forced to have them essentially just because like yeah, what what can you get? Just okay, okay. Into well, look, the thing is this, you know, I have I've, I've got a little bit of notoriety in the space, and, and sure, of course, you know, and yet 
a lot of that notoriety is is that like separatist solo guy by himself that runs his things and doesn't let anybody in and does you know and so as a result some some of the the, the bigger collectors are, you know just not engaged and won't do that some of the the people that are having conversations around the space know about me but don't haven't had a conversation with me right right so right it's sure. putting myself in positions like that so one of my one mm. of my big collectors is out this week and we, we had dinner last night and and he's one of those guys that hangs with all those guys right mm. and so you know it's like you come and we'll i'll you know, you can shake the hand and you can say hello and do the thing. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I hate it. I just, <laughs> this is the worst fucking time for me is to worry about yeah. this. So it's about, about letting people know that that I do exist, yeah. that I'm actually not half of the asshole that I've made myself <laughs> out to be or a one-fiftieth of the asshole that the world thinks I am. <laughs> So it's it's those sorts of things gotcha. and having these conversations and and at the same time being open. Look, there are a couple of guys that I'm in the space that that I really like and enjoy my time with that I've met in where they came to the grotto. Mm -hmm. Somebody brought them or they asked if they could come or whatever and ended up being very cool. So mm -hmm. I, I need more of those. I need more interactions that I feel good about things. And I, I got that by going out of my realm because not yeah. everybody is going to come and kiss my ring. Right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and like, I, yeah, I see what you mean in in many ways. Well, and I think in, in many ways, I don't know about you, like, I, it, maybe it's different in the, the grotto events because there's been so many interactions with, with those folks that it is, um, it, they're family, right? Like, they're, they're more or less family. So I think that the difference there is likely, and I have this, I, I've got a huge, like, you know, I, I generally get along with a lot of people, a Midwestern, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I love everyone. I, I'm super polite, but um, I think one thing that I have, I have trouble with is, uh, is, t is taking like a compliment or, you know, just being at those events and, and having somebody say like, Hey, I, I really love, like, do you, do you have that same thing where somebody says like, Hey, I really love your art. I really love what you're doing. And then I just always kind of like, freeze up and i'm like hey I, re I really appreciate that but then there's i don't have anything else to say like and it's so so nice of them to say that but i just don't really i'm just like dude i'm a really i don't know i just don't take compliments super well yeah it's very very weird i mean look i it means the world to me when people say that. it does it really yeah. does it's like it's it, i think that may be part of why it's tough to handle because it's like baffling and humbling because <laughs> like the assumption would be that it wouldn't have happened before so it's like what the fuck but see, is at the same time that I'm loving that, then the first thing that runs through my mind, because this is the thing, I know every single person or wallet that owns one of my pieces. Mm, gotcha. And I have, mm. you know, a half million mints out there, but I know where they all are. Okay. And that's predominantly because I haven't let anybody that won't pass my litmus test buy the stuff in so yep. long. Right. But even the, yep. the stuff that I that, that before I locked it all down, I know who's got it and where it went. Mm -hmm. So when people tell me, I love your work. <laughs> and I know they don't have it. I want to go, <laughs> well then why the fuck don't you own it? <laughs> have, you, not, have you ever asked have you ever asked oh, directly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the what, ha what happened? Oh well, and then and then they'll they'll basically end up saying it's too complicated to own. And I'll go, yeah, that's right. You know, then <laughs> and I say, well, that's why I want you to earn the right to buy it. Right, right. <laughs> but, but oh, you know, cool. it's that weird thing where I, so then, of course, the legend spreads that I really am an asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I mean, I guess, I guess in that way, you know, then, then you, you similar to the in-laws, then you can just, you can just post up at the grotto and have people chill there. You don't have to go to the events, right? But that's, I'm really... I'm really trying not to do that. I'm trying to give people a chance. Look, first of all, the grotto was built on second chances. We say that all the time. Normally that means <laughs> that I kick somebody out and then we allow them back in <laughs> to atone for their sins. It often means yeah. I'm the one that needs the second chance having been an asshole to somebody. Yeah. But, but I do, I think that there are a lot of people, I just have this overall approach to this space being so wretched Mm. I, I need to change that. I need to get out and 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 allow people to be themselves and to find mm -hmm. out there are some good people out there. I need it yeah. because 
Otherwise, I'm going to set everyone on fire. Yeah. Yeah. So so right now, I like very much need to believe a little bit better about the people that aren't in the grotto. The grotto, I trust. I like, yeah, I like that. I mean, it it really is, it really is that simple because it's so easy to wade through the, you know, eternal fucking shit porta potty that is, you know, the, the Twitterverse and just be served the same again, like just kind of reheated takes, reheated shit, like all the time. And, and it does become exhausting. So to be able to meet some, someone in, in, in like real life and, in you know, kind of just explore their, their actual emotions. I think it is really re- rejuvenating in many ways and having this like odd, you know, digital relationship of broadcasting, them broadcasting, you broadcasting, nobody ever really, you know, like well, in- interpreting or digesting anything anyone's saying. And see, here's the thing. I watch you do this. Because remember, you you put a hell of a lot more work into that. Because I, I just I just have such a hard time doing any of the Twitter stuff or doing any of that. Mm-hmm. I watch you do it, and I get jealous over the fact that you can do it. And that you have, sort of, even if it's sort of some banter and some development, and I know that that comes, you can tell, right? You can tell <laughs> when you've got guys that you, I, I go, oh, they've DM. Yeah, right? for sure, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, they, absolutely. They've this beyond a comment response yes. type and I like that. And I, I really am jealous of that. And I see it with mm. you, I see it with some others where I'm like, oh, I wish I had that. And mm-hmm. I don't have it because I won't let anybody in. Mm-hmm. Now, my not letting anybody in is why my project is one of the most valuable out there. As far right, as right, right. People have put into it what it's worth if they, you know, mm-hmm. in that regard. And I'm, I'm aware of that. And I'm, it's important because I, you know, I've told you that it's important to me if somebody gives me a dollar that we don't waste that doll, right? Yeah. But but as a result, here I am, two plus years into this, mm-hmm. jealous that I don't have that. And I know mm. it's a ball making, but I really so so here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. As you do that, and by doing it, see you've opened up the door to some of these guys um, that I'd like to hang with, that I think mm-hmm. we can get along, right? But as you've done that, how often is the guy who's trying to interact with you somebody that you can't stand? And what do you do? It's interesting. Yeah, it's it's oddly fairly rare, I would say. I think the, the problem with opening the floodgates has primarily just been the inability to stay on it. You know what I mean? Like, essentially, once you open those floodgates up, your direct messages are fucking insane all the time. And, like, people are hitting you up, which is great and like i love talking to everybody and like the interactions the back and forth are awesome but it essentially just becomes this really psychotic uh like administrative almost you know like when, because you you can't put in the time on like six on like 60 direct messages a day you know where people are like hitting you up so i think that's the frustrating part is there's not they're just simply once you open the floodgates up there's, there's not enough hours in the day to like talk and like, and do that and, and, and maintain that relationship with so many different people, even, even though you really desperately want to, but it just becomes this, it becomes a complete shitstorm for sure. So, so this was going to be, we were going to have a guest and I'm, uh, I'm going to pretend like we had a guest and I'm going to ask <laughs> questions of the, the Packard, Packard <laughs> ghost here. Okay. Uh, Let's do because, it. Because both of you, I'm really curious Patrick, I think, is even more obsessed than you are with mm. engagement, right? How much time do both of you actually spend in it? Oh, in it? horrific, sickening amounts. Like, I would say I'm on there, eight, I would say at least five hours a day, like, just sickening, you know, like responding and stuff. And I've been trying to be better about it because it really is it's it's not healthy to do that dude it, it really does like kind of destroy your creative process in some ways in like your ability to interpret things happening outside of that world that is just very specifically that world you know so i think that it, it becomes this kind of really dangerous um pit in many ways that you are just constantly in in like yeah i i think that, that it's it's great and it's like super fun to be in there but I think like, I mean, I would say I'm addicted to it for sure. I, I absolutely would say that. And I think that I need to probably 
reflect on that and, and get out of that fucking addiction because it's not super healthy. You know what so I mean? If you're, if you're doing five hours, I would imagine that Patrick Amdon's doing 35 hours. Because <laughs> holy shit. Well, through his AI. Right. Right. <laughs> that's going to murder you. That's ultimately going to slaughter you someday and, and use you as fuel. Of course. But, but we, it's great. I will sometimes do it because I know he's a, he's West Coast. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll do it when I know it's a fucked up time of day where I'll respond to one of his things because I know I'll get a response. <laughs> he will respond to every single comment and even if the comment is 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 smiley face he'll throw up thumbs up and this comments thumbs up he'll throw up beer <laughs> mugs whatever mm-hmm. like, I, love I love it though he's like so dedicated to it right mm-hmm. and i know and and so but my question then for the both of you patrick amazon's ghost mm-hmm. and you, how much time do you spend painting working mm. and how oh. much and how much of the time, like if you if you took that five hours mm-hmm. and you spent it on more work. Dude, I don't even want to think about how, I don't even want to think about the stuff that I'd be making if I was not Twitter all the time. It's like, it's almost too heartbreaking to consider, honestly. Like, you know what I mean? And it, it's weird because there's this, there's this narrative and I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, you can tell me you're, you're, so you're on the other side of this where I think you have a very healthy relationship with twitter where you're on it sometimes you know tweet every so often um just you know a a fairly what i perceive as a regular user you know not like a a a psycho a psycho like myself like do you see do you see yourself being like essentially docked for not tweeting all the time and stuff like is your are your engage your engagement is is it down does it yeah what's i never i never measure my engagement you know but and and the thing is that i I delete followers so often. I really mm-hmm. try to make it people that I know are actually following me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I certainly am docked in the broader scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I right, am. because it because you yeah. don't because you don't appear to be like more or less a contributing member of this idiotic fucking fucking thing we're we're building on this stupid app, right? Right. <laughs> Um, it, and and yeah. the thing is this, so, so I do, uh, my Twitter, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, I don't, it doesn't care, it's just, it's how I do it, how I manage it. Mm-hmm. I, only, I only follow 99 people, okay? But I have notifications on for all, all 99, okay? I get every single tweet and reply and any interaction that any of the 99 people <laughs> I follow do, okay? And I, I do that so that I don't miss anything. And that's, I won't miss anything that they mm-hmm. do or and I have I have notifications on my phone. I have notifications on my laptop. Got, I will see it when they do it. Okay, dude. I mean, you must um, die then with me and Patrick. Uh, like, so are you? You're <laughs> essentially drowning in our own shit, more or less, right? Like, there's a few of you contribute to a lot of this. Yes, but it's, yeah. but but no, it's good though. Okay, Be, because then, see, the time that you guys spend trudging through your Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know. Like, I I mm. never miss anything. That you, I never miss anything that anybody that I and I will if I'm going to follow somebody new, I remove somebody that I no longer mm-hmm. care about. Okay, <laughs> ninety nine fixed done. I give myself yeah. twenty four hours to follow and decide who I'm unfollowing. Okay, mm-hmm. but then I actually go to the for you section and I let it guide me through and I just refresh that every once in a while. If I've got five minutes that I want to c- catch up on the NFT world, I'll let Twitter and everybody who now, because because I'm engaged with each of you, mm-hmm. it literally, the people who follow you and you talk to, it recommends them to me. It recommends the 99 that I consider people I don't want to miss anything they say. Right. It, I kind of took my Twitter to where now I'm only seeing the things they're interacting with and the people they're doing. Okay. Um, but I will go and catch some of that. And it's where I'll just selectively decide to engage or do whatever. I also, mm-hmm. you know, I, I let the auto has its own account for just, I don't ever like to talk about how much I sell something for, or whether there's something for sale or I hate, I hate I'm, that. I'm Unless with you as well. Yep. There's a very specific reason then I'll do it. Right. Um, or if I'm responding to a specific thing, but 
I try to let everybody else talk about my stuff. Mm-hmm. That's and then the, I that's, go and yeah. I think that's I mean that's the the dream. That is the that's dream. How, that's I, the I, absolute dream. dream. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's something. a waking nightmare for me because nobody knows what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Well, I'm like jealous of your experience in many ways because, like, my free, like, I, I swear, I've been getting stuff in my feed from people I don't even follow that are just like fucking people that are just in my feed, and I'm like, I don't remember following this this person. And it's just like, oh no, it's just this is just your thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what that says about you know my uh, waiting constant wading through you know or, or whatever it is but i guess that's probably just what happens when you're on there for fucking five hours a day. yeah I, I think it must be i mean for me look the other nice thing is it takes me five minutes to catch up on anything anybody's done that's huge at any time mm-hmm. and not miss it and go see it all mm-hmm. and it's like okay those are the 99 and then these are the mm-hmm. things <laughs> when i want it when i want it just expand a bit i go through the the, the main feed and it's but i let it be the for you mm-hmm well, so how often, so, so how long are you spending on discord? I guess, cause this is a really interesting conversation. I think it's something that like everyone is, everyone struggles with. Everyone is trying to figure out there's, there's no mathematical equation for shit. It essentially would suggest that by being a complete psychopath addict to the app that your tweets do better. I think that like that essentially, or you're, you're, you know, you're getting more engagement, more eyes on your art, more fucking whatever. But I think like the overall, you know, um, presence building process is something that is is really cre- uh, kind of a really crazy evolution in terms of the artists themselves you know what I mean because you're painting these things and you know you would you wouldn't be spending time in your discord either in the past it would just be like hey three's painted this sick piece and it's it just sold and you know he just he's just still painting but he's not in there running you know uh whatever running the let's the let's fucking goes he's not running like any of the things so like how yeah how often are you on discord in, in comparison to twitter and do you still equate like that presence to still kind of similar things you know like in terms of like building and like hanging out with people and, and you know exposing so, them to what you're feeling so the grotto is is a different place there, there's been a, a major change in it since the beginning the first year I did 23 hours a day in the grotto. It's not, <laughs> not a joke. Slept with my phone next to my ear in case Holy shit. I would wake up and I would respond. I felt that I, as the artist, should welcome everybody in at any moment. And then, and and because of times and everything, we pretty much had a 24-hour grotto going. And somebody we had mods in different time zones and just sort of kept going all the time. And mm-hmm. uh, about a, a little over a year ago, I actually stopped that. And I mm-hmm. actually said, okay, let's not do this, everybody. Let's let's really work at not spending so much time in here. Because mm-hmm. I need more time as the project's growing to 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 do what I'm doing. But also I don't want it to be a drag or a burnout for everybody. Plus, right. if we if you it starts scheduling things a little better, now when there is something there and I expect you to be there. Mm-hmm. You can be there because I haven't asked mm. you to be there for fucking eighty hours this week. Right, right. So yeah, I, makes, yeah. I have a pretty hard schedule now. Um, the grotto still likes to hang in there, and they will share things because they're all friends, right? Mm-hmm. They'll share things among, and, when, and I still have alerts set up, and when I see something, and I'll laugh along with them, or we'll share something back, or they'll be asking a question, and we'll answer it, all of us, right? And it's set up so that new people can come in and they can ask their questions and they get answered by somebody on. But, you know, I, I schedule Monday, Tuesday, I do an hour or so LFGs, which is not live, live it's live from the grotto. <laughs> All right, not, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we have another LFG that's only for like the inner circle guys, and that's a legit fucking grotto LFG. Mm-hmm. Okay? But the, we, I do an LFG on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. I do a little one here before our pod on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So that right there is about four and a half hours in the week. Combined? combined okay okay where it's and that's me talking that's like basically monologues right uh they can chime in they can ask questions at the end we'll, we'll sort of riff a little bit depends who's in there some are talkers not many are right um but i'll also all information is dispersed there right mm-hmm. 
and so I'll post things and, 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 and do that. But we have a schedule so that people can build their, their lives around that schedule. And then we record them all. So that, that makes, yeah. people can listen in afterwards. But that's where they get all their guidance and all their alpha and everything. And then I was doing the pod every week, which I did for 50, 51 weeks, I think, right? Damn. And then, and then now I've left that. And then my top two collectors have taken it over. Mm. And so they actually do a recap of the week. Um, talk about whatever I've painted and whatever's new and they, they give some insight into it and their take on it. And then they talk about how to collect it and what they would do strategically. Mm. Um, so it's, it's Kitsch, Kitsch and, 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 and Crouton and, and Luchab or whatever are, are the, they, they run that now. Nice. And so it get, it's another hour of content for the grotto to, to listen to. Okay. But it's necessary and it's not me anymore. And so that's mm -hmm. a new we're brand new in that but but basically and then the rest of the time i mean look i do talk to probably 12 to 20 collectors a day mm -hmm. in some format yeah right yeah and then and i'm taking random questions all the time yeah this is this is where i may spend as much time as you do on, on twitter but the thing is i'm not putting out content yeah i see what you mean although i guess yeah right i, I mean like i i find monologuing for four and a half I, I would find that like somehow way well, yeah, more difficult than yeah, I was well, yeah. Say that's... <laughs> but it's also that that helps with the narrative it's leading through things sure. you know um i'm building out the the entire world that we all live in now right yeah um and it's and i expect i mean i that's the thing it's like you won't make it collecting me you yeah won't, you won't have the opportunity to collect me if you're not going to put the effort in to adhere to that schedule in some form yeah. Now, what we what happens? Some collectors then sort of make TLDRs and make posts, and then share that, and then people will come in and say, "Look, I missed this. What happened?" And then they get caught up in their little groups, right? Yeah. Uh, which took a long time for us to get there to build that foundation where there's sort of like splinter cells and groups of yeah, well, cult. I mean, collector group. Um, and so, so you know, when it comes down to it, I, I need I need eight to twelve hours a day to paint. Mm -hmm. Okay. Damn, um, that's a that's a long that's a like. I just that's a I, while, man. I minted my my mint number fourteen hundred and fifty last week. Oh shit! Congrats. That, that's fourteen hundred and fifty unique mints. That's that's pretty wild. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a shit ton of stuff, dude. <laughs> Good God! Congrats on that. Holy and shit! And, and, you, you know, do that, something. That, well, no, they. I mean, that, that's not a round enough number, but I mean. You, you know, it's it's many, many, many hundreds of paintings, right? Um, and iterations of those paintings, right? But at two thousand, you got a butt, you got a butt funnel and diet Dr Pepper, dude. Who's to say I don't do that every day? <laughs> right. Maybe that's, that's just what your, I went that's just your, I, I never told him. I didn't tell him that's what I'm doing, but that's why we cut it to only thirty minutes. It saves time. You don't have to then drink it. It just goes right up there. It hold gets on, you caffeine. Hold on. Have you ever butt funneled anything? No, I have not. It was I saw it on. Well, he did it on Jackass, uh, one of the Jackass movies, and then just the prospect of it just fucking cracks me up because I'd I don't always, really. I'd always heard that, like, yeah, I, I don't. Well, I don't understand the mechanic or the physics of it, and then like, in, and then like, of course, you see like the scene from. Um, Wolf of Wall Street, where he's like getting like coke blown up his ass, and there's something that like so, apparently you get wasted way, or you get more. The way I've always understood it, because the joke that we always did in like high school and stuff was like heroin rectally. That was like mm. whatever that was the punchline that we'd always get to. Mm -hmm. but, um, but the idea I think is that like the tissue is so like uh, connected to the bloodstream. Gotcha. So just. It that, that it hits that and it's just like it, it gets <laughs> into you like, and so they, like and i've heard that like hardcore alcoholics will like oh shit take it that I, way because you get drunk immediately wow i had no yeah i had no idea so I figured, was... you you make references to things i've just wondered like how much have you done because i'm a sweet boy yeah. I haven't done most things. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, well, the funny part is, I think I I obsess in the the world of urban legend, you know, childhood right. nostalgia, yeah. like like that's like, but the classic. That's why I'm so obsessed with Jankum because I remember 
you know, in eighth grade in high school, the whispers, oh, he's Jacob. Like, you can take a shit in a bag and huff it. And you get, I, it's just like, why was that ever talked about? I just find it to be such a comical thing that like well, existed throughout middle America. You know, like I, need to, I need to come clean here. Um, I was not, nobody ever whispered that in my ear when I was in eighth grade. I was no, so, you... so dweeby that I was not allowed to even know about those things. I found out about that one five years ago from Huey Crowley. I'd never even heard of that. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, like I'm, I'm jealous. I wanted to be cool enough in eighth grade that somebody would whisper that you could shit in the balloon and fucking. <laughs> no, no, no. I was such yeah. a fucking. They wouldn't even tell me that. Yeah. Oh man, that is so funny. Well, dude, I think. Well, let's let's do because we're we're close to finish here. But we had so we we're gonna we have the ghost of Patrick Amadon on the pod. He's like it's sitting really here. Pleasant. I mean, it's a good hang. I, yeah, great hang. He's been kind of silently nodding, you know, doing whatever. He so what the the crazy, you know, he had this incredible, incredible piece, like just a one of the sickest pieces I've seen in a, a long ass time. Like sort of this crazy glitched out surveillance camera with uh with like all this stuff hidden in it, names of the protesters, and it was displayed on this huge billboard um in in Hong Kong, right? Hong Kong. Yeah. So they've been doing yeah. they've been doing it this this for Grotto might know not know this stuff because the Grotto's not allowed to pay attention to any other projects. Um, <laughs> so everyone's <laughs> yeah. things that they you know <laughs> they, yeah. Anyway, um so the, the a lot of a lot of people are being shown on this screen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that there's a there's a, a conference going on around mm-hmm. okay. And, and yeah, Patrick's piece on the Megatron, 70 foot wide, really prominently displayed. And it displayed really beautifully. Yeah, I mean, it looked stunning, unbelievable. Stunning yeah. work. It, it makes you feel like it was so stunning that it, it got eyes. Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. It was like a very, it was a very severe piece. Like it just looked intense and fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And and Patrick had tweeted about it, saying that he he he's, he said this like last week. He was like, "I've I've included mm-hmm. some of the info of people being held, the reasons mm-hmm. they're being held, their their prison terms, and things like that." Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So you tweet about that last week, and then I think what happened is this morning, a news organization, sort of a probably an external to Hong Kong, just given some of their their. Mm-hmm. Right, but but an external, see, yeah. external news that covers the area um, tweeted about it and and having that info in it and and within the hour it was taken down. Yeah, not surprising at all. No. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, what do you? I mean, what are your what are your initial thoughts, reactions outside of? I mean, I piece, wanted to ask. Statement? I wanted, yeah, I wanted to ask Patrick. I know. Um, you know, the thing that this struck me is like. How how much of that was the goal? Mm-hmm. Like, like, were you aware? Is that why you mm-hmm. were? Were you trying to drum this up in a sense? Is that and because to me, I'm not saying that in the sense of, of being contrived. I in the sense mm-hmm. of being, I mean, I w- I would want that. I would want the yes. Okay, if I yes. make a piece that is making that sort of a statement, I actually want it taken down, not for my own highlight but for their own hypocrisy. Yes. Agreed. God damn it, man. I wish, I wish we had, maybe, maybe he'll come on next week or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll, it, we'll it's such it a, um, yeah. Cause it is, it's just such an insane. And it's like, you know, it's, 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 it's the most, it's like the most purposeful art you could pretty much make, you know, like in many ways. So I just, I found the whole thing to be like sad in terms of like, you know, having to make, that piece uh in terms of what's going on in terms of the whole thing and then i just found it fascinating that like it it, it was you know picked up by the news place and, and shut down and pulled off it's just it it's just really wild to see and then the piece itself you know had the surveillance camera on and stuff and had to do with kind of um what what i you know perceived as like suppression obviously of whatever it is and so to have it pulled down and have that happen and have that kind of be the entire thing that the piece was communicating was was really quite moving and, and crazy to, to even witness yeah it's just wild like i can't really wrap my head around it yeah no it's 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 one of those things where for me it's nice to see um an artist that is in our space mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, doing doing something more than a floating Ethereum diamond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, something quite, yeah. Something that's just the complete opposite of that. Because I will say, right? when I saw the piece, I did not think that's sick as fuck. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know because I think sick. I think sick as fuck is the the death knell of our space. Okay. Yes, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I yeah. saw it and I said, "This is something else. This is, something oh, yes, different. This is yeah. real." Okay. Yeah. This is not sick as fuck. And you know, I would imagine certainly any of the others. I I, I stay out of such things, but any of the others that I know were shown on that space were sick as fuck. Hmm. <laughs> So kudos to Patrick for not making sick as fuck art. Yeah, yeah, kudos. Uh, I mean, it's probably a good good place to wrap, I guess. But yeah, I, I really hope we do get him on next week or in sometime in the future because there's like I had like a thousand questions. Include yours, yours was the biggest question I think I wanted to ask, but I've got a bunch more just in terms of I, look, creative process, in terms of all that shit. So like, I uh, yeah, process sure, but I really wanted. I think I think Patrick is one of the most antagonistic NFT tweeters out there. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wanted it. I, I love wanted it. to know how often he believes because what he he take he, he tends to have some tweets that imply wh- whoever is hearing them or reading them okay takes the implication that Patrick is saying the uh, the other thing that they believe and I I have this feeling that most mm. of the Twitter when they see his tweet they really believe one thing or another and they think that Patrick is the opposite of the thing they believe but I think that they both sides believe this about him and so if that's the case <laughs> oh I see what you mean right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so what yeah so what, like, is, I, what is I have it? this yeah. laundry list of things that I want to be like okay you tweet about this Fucking which side are you on? <laughs> right. What do you really want? Now? What do you really um, say? Yeah, he's gonna well, be a good one. And uh, and I can't wait, have you ever hung with him? Have you ever hung out with Patrick? No, I haven't. No, I've never met him. Uh excited to at some point. Which by the way, are you are you gonna be in New York? You live there, so I'm assuming you're gonna be there yeah. for okay, yeah. sweet. I will be around too. We gotta do something. Butt chug some uh, diet Dr. Peppers. Don't I'll fucking do it. If we set that <laughs> up, how about this? I'll I'll put the bill. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll foot the bill. We will do it. We'll go to my studio and do it, but we will live stream it onto a billboard in Times Square and we'll mint that as our collab piece. Oh my God, dude. That and would be will, incredible. We'll airdrop, oh, be... <laughs> we'll airdrop it to every wallet that it does not have one of our pieces. Oh my God. The largest mint in object history. And, and <laughs> just mint like fucking 25,000 of these things. God damn it. No, we'll, 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 we'll airdrop on my contract. We can mint as many as we want. We'll yeah. mint twenty five thousand per wallet. Right, 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 right. Oh, we got to do it, man. Now this is—I've spoken it into existence. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. So you're coming? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing uh, an open studio one day. Abana's gonna play and spin and do the whole thing. That's all I'm doing. I'm, it's not grotto. I'm just, I'm just letting anybody that's in town. So cool. I'll give you. I'll give you details. You can bring anybody you want. Sweet. See the studio. Sounds, sounds good, dude. Well, looking forward to it. Hopefully, we can lock somebody in or lock in Patrick for next week. And, and yeah, we'll, we will talk soon. But thanks, yeah, everyone, definitely. for listening again. It was fucking rad to talk. Always, my friend. Okay. Thanks, you, kid. Man. All right. Later on, dude. Peace. Take care.